This is the Christian Life Issues for Today podcast. This is Wayne Mack, the speaker on this series of podcasts. And today we're going to begin a series of studies which are called Down But Not Out, or How to Get Up When Life Knocks You Down. And I'm going to be presenting material which is found in a book that I wrote several years ago, which is published by Presbyterian and Reformed Publishing Company. If you'd like to have the material in written form, you may get it from Presbyterian and Reformed Publishing Company, and the name of the book is called Down But Not Out. Now here's what John MacArthur said about the material in this book. He said, this book is greatly needed, and immensely helpful. There is a supernatural way to overpower trouble, to live in contentment with a deep-down peace and unassailable joy. Every believer, every Christian, that is, can enjoy triumph in trouble. In fact, that's what God wants for us. That's what Dr. John MacArthur of Grace Community Church in Los Angeles, California, and the speaker on the Grace to You radio program that goes out around the world. And then Lou Priola said of this book, Down But Not Out, is written with the theological integrity and biblical practicality that you have come to expect from Wayne Mack. This is a book that warriors and those who want to help them have been waiting for. And then Dr. John Street, who is the chairman of the Biblical Counseling Department, at the Master's University and Master's Seminary, said of this book, if you're a Christian looking for practical answers from Scripture, when circumstances of life have hammered you into the ground, you must read this book. If you love the Bible, you will Love this book, and it will be a breath of fresh air uh, to you. Steve Byers, Dr. Steve Byers of the Faith Church in uh, Lafayette, Indiana, and also uh, the president of Faith Seminary, Bible Seminary, said of this book, what a uniquely timely message this book has for a troubled age. Wayne Mack writes with the wisdom of a seasoned counselor and the knowledge of a biblical scholar. This book will be a blessing to people in trouble and those trying to help them. And so we begin with this book, and I'm going to read from the foreword to this book, which was by Dr. Richard Mayhew, who is 
the executive president of the Master's Seminary. In the foreword to this book, Dr. Mayhew says, In life, there are two kinds of certainties. If you're the breadwinner in your home, you might appreciate the certainty that no matter how long or how hard you shop for an item, the day after you bought it, the article will be on sale somewhere else cheaper. Dad, you'll remember you forgot to put the trash out only when the garbage truck is two doors away and you're in the shower. For mom, there is a certainty that, that the bread will fall with the peanut butter and jelly side down on the carpet. Young people can identify with the certainty that it won't be until you return home from the dinner party that you realize that you have a string of spinach stuck between your front teeth. Let me add one more certainty about light. A serious certainty for man is born for trouble as sparks fly upward is what the Bible says in Job chapter 5 and verse 7. Neither you nor I will live a trouble-free or without problems kind of life. Regardless of how effective the latest thing that you have uh, discovered, the latest technological appliance that you purchased, regardless of how it has advanced, it might be sophisticated and the advances might be made also in the world of medicine or you will surely face throughout your life the kinds of serious troubles that bump us off stride or even violently lock us to the ground. The issue is not if, but when. The question is, how will you and I respond? Will we be down and out for the count? Or is there a way to get back on our feet and live another day? To this inevitable and much-feared certainty, this book adds a brighter certainty, the certainty that God, through his precious word, can reclaim, remake, revitalize, and restore us. No matter how serious or seemingly insolvable our personal situation or problems might be. One of the great declarations of Scripture reads, If God is for us, who is against us? Romans chapter 8 and verse 31. In this book, Dr. Mack brilliantly turns our gaze away from self and our troubles to rivet our attention on the dazzling majesty of God. He directs attention from failed human solutions to the infallible word of God. This helpful volume exudes Dr. Mack's never-ending love for an inexhaustible confidence in God's truth revealed in Scripture. This book does not float one more theory in an endless barrage 
of theories on how to solve life's problems. Rather, it points to the certainty of God's eternal truth as the absolute basis by which to live. And then Dr. Mayhew goes on to say, I commend Dr. Mack for his unswerving confidence and unshakable trust in the practical in reliability and sufficiency of the Bible. With enthusiasm, I recommend that you take the doctor's advice, Dr. Mayhew, on how to recover from predictable troubles in your life. That way, on your worst day, you might be down, but you won't be out. And in the process, God's refining fire will have burned away more of the dross and tempered the metal of your soul to be stronger in the next battle. And then in the introduction to this book, this is what I wrote. Down But Not Out was written for the purpose of helping people handle some of the problems of life that could be classified as downers. Experiences in life that rob people of their joy and cause them much pain and distress. In a book this size, we cannot, of course, address all the downer problems that people experience, but we're going to focus on some of the very common ones that many people struggle with at some point in their lives. The first giant that we will tackle is worry or anxiety. Other doubters we will look at are the problems of spiritual burnout, perplexity and confusion, that is not knowing what to do, discouragement, discontentment, hopelessness, and feeling sorry for yourself. This book is related to another book that I wrote, which is called God's Solutions to Life's Problems. In that earlier book, the foundation for addressing life's problems God's way was laid. In other books that I am going to write about God's solutions to several other very common problems, including such things as depression, pain and suffering, anger, impatience, and even loneliness. In life, we inevitably encounter many circumstances. Of this, we can be sure. As long as we're in the world, we will have problems. Jesus promised that this would be the case. In the world, he said, you will have tribulation. John chapter 16 and verse 33. Jacob's response when Pharaoh asked how many years he had lived is an illustration of this truth. In response to that question, how many years have you lived, Jacob, in the book of Genesis, said, The years of my sojourning are 130, a long life, and few and unpleasant have been the years of my life. All of them have been unpleasant. Well, the words of Job's friend, 
Eliphaz in Job chapter 5 and verse 7 also remind us of the reality of pain and suffering. Eliphaz rightly said, For man is born for trouble as sparks fly upward. Moses, writing by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, presents the same perspective. He says, as the, for the days of our life, the best of them is but labor and sorrow. That's Psalm 90 and verse 10. Traveling through life, we will experience labor and sorrow, trouble and unpleasantries, problems and difficulties. These things are certainties in this world. They simply cannot be avoided. And as we face the problems in life, it's also certain that we often will be tempted to or actually will get down about them in various ways that I'm going to describe in future podcasts. Scripture and life experience illustrates the negative impact these downers tend to have on us. Along with the uncertainties I've just mentioned, I'm glad to say there is fortunately another thing of which we can be absolutely sure, namely that God has provided in Christ and in the Bible wonderful solutions to the problems we face. After warning us that we would have problems in this world, Jesus gave us this assurance. He said, but take courage. I have overcome the world. That again is found in John chapter 16 and verse 33. God expects us to overcome our problems because he's given us the means to do that very thing. Jesus overcame the world and by his power at work in us as Christians, we can overcome as well. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, Paul said that for every problem we face, there is a way of escape so that we may be able to bear it. And then in Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 39, Paul listed some of the problems that we can expect to face. Perhaps persecution, lack of food, physical danger, poverty, death, demonic opposition, things in the present and things in the future, struggles with principalities and powers. This list was not given for the purpose of encouraging despair. It was given for the purpose of proclaiming a great hope because it goes on to say, but in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him, that is, through Christ, who loved us. For I am convinced that nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Romans chapter 8, verses 37 through 39. For those of you who follow sports, consider the significant difference in these Two victories. One, the home team wins by two points. And two, 
victories in that the home team wins by 50 points. In both games, the home team wins, but in the second game, they overwhelmingly conquer. Paul has promised us that in Christ, we can overwhelmingly conquer. And not only that, but regardless of the kind of opposition that we face, physical or spiritual, great or small, Paul, writing by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says we can overcome. In Christ, he says, all the downer problems can be solved. According to God's word, there is a distinctly God-ordained way of solving life's problems. In this and our other books on this subject, we study God's solutions to life's problems. Proverbs 14:12 warns, there's a way which seems right unto a man, but its end is the way of death. Unbelievers, people who are not Christians, have come up with all sorts of problems or solutions to life's problems. But they have devised strategies for handling worry and anxiety, techniques for handling discouragement, discontentment, hopelessness, and feeling sorry for yourself. But there are solutions that really don't help you to be victorious. There are books, television shows, radio programs, videotapes, and lecture series dedicated to handling problems according to man's wisdom. But as Christians, we shouldn't be concerned about man's wisdom for solving life's problems, but rather with God's wisdom for handling life's problems. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4 in the Bible, God says that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises so that by them we may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. In Christ, we've been given everything that we need for living, for handling the downers we face in daily life, and everything we need for godliness, handling the challenges that are connected to our relationship with God. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, but will with the temptation provide the way of escape so that you may be able to endure it. There is no problem in this world to which God has not given us the resources and the power as believers to overcome. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, 
verses 16 and 17, God teaches us the place that his word should have in addressing the problems in our lives. He says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for teaching that is, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, in thinking rightly, in doing rightly, so that the man of God, that is the believer, the Christian, may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. We can be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Everything we need to face and handle the problems and challenges of life, everything is contained in God's Word. We need to study to show ourselves approved to God, workmen who need not to be ashamed because we rightly understand and handle the Word of Truth. The book that I have written and from which I am sharing with you information was written to provide the direction and resources we need to handle the downers of life properly and productively. So as you read this book, I invite you to join with me in discovering the wonderful solutions God has given us in his word for facing and overcoming life's problems. God says there is a way of escape for every trial and testing. So let's dig in and together find these solutions and apply them to our lives.